know, there's all these influencers like, oh, you know, you can get through anything. Tomorrow's a better day. All this like bullshit. And I was just like, I don't want to hear this. It's it's crap. Right. And it just makes you more isolated. Mm -hmm. That's totally how I felt about it. I hate the, the influencer lifestyle of like hashtag blessed. <laughs> no, it's just it, it's so fake. Like, I think social media kind of really does us a disservice because we always are focusing on the positive and everybody's lives look so perfect. And the secret is none of us have it all together. We don't know what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. The social media paralysis that comes along with it and the, and the hyper focus on that, everything's good and positive and you got to have selfies of you on the beach or the boat and all that shit. Nothing's ever wrong with your life. It, it increases the pressure on you to be like this fucking perfect person that just doesn't exist. I've stopped. I, I don't get on Facebook anymore. I just don't do it. It's just, this is noise. This bothers my eyes. It makes my brain hurt. And yeah, a lot of it's, it's just posturing. So yeah, yeah, I agree with you. It just feels, it feels um, disingenuous. Yeah, yeah. And it just feeds the loneliness because, you know, when we don't get all those likes that we're hoping for, you know, it's never enough. So why are we doing it? <laughs> Completely agree with you. Completely agree. I like the personableness. I, I miss the days of analog phone calls where you didn't know who was on the other side and it was a surprise. And, you know, analog mail, the old handwritten notes and... It was great. And you, you felt you were lucky as sin if you had five reliable friends in your life. Hell, if you had two good friends in your life, you were blessed. Didn't have to worry about how many likes you had. Yeah. 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 And now it's, you know, oh, I only have 5,000 followers. Well, that's no good. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I have, you know, and I have people, a lot of my work work is, is online too, as I try to get back in, into getting my voiceover stuff going. Um, but my God, you know, people are trying to tell me you have to be on this. You have to be on this. You have to do this. You have to post on LinkedIn. You have to post on it. You need a Pinterest account. It's like, do I really, do I really, maybe I just want to go work at McDonald's and flip burgers because this is a lot of bullshit. Yeah. It's exhausting. How are you <laughs> supposed to keep up with Instagram and Facebook? And then you spend all your time you know, not even enjoying the good moments of life because you're thinking, okay, how can I work this into a Facebook post or an Instagram story that's going to be marketable? Right. Right. If every part of your life is a photo opportunity, then, then when are you actually living life for yourself instead of your social media profile? Yeah. 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 I agree. I agree. Oh boy, we got off on a little rant and tangent, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> but it's not necessarily really a tangent because I think it's part of it's part of that it's one of the core issues that that we as as a culture right now are going through is in that kind of thing. It's it's one of those things that add to you you put it so well. You put it so well. Uh, this effort for us to connect getting the likes or getting the, the connections actually, actually isolates us more. And so if, 
we're already in that part of the society where we're already isolated because of some kind of condition that sets us apart. Um, it just enhances that and it just amplifies that tenfold. Yeah. Look what everybody's doing. Well, great. I can't do that because of my neurological condition. Thanks a lot for reminding me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm not a fan, not a fan, but it, and no, yeah, it, it, everybody wants to be a star now. Everybody wants to be in front of a camera. Everybody wants, yeah, they, they, nobody wants to be in the audience anymore. Everybody wants to be on stage. That's a really good way of putting it. Yeah, we're we're so lonely that we think that being up on that stage is going to be enough, and it never is. We're still lonely. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I want to spend some time in the audience for a while because that's where you meet everybody. Yeah. 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 So you. Very so. True. Amen. Right. Right. Oh, and, and this is coming from two performers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking that, like, <laughs> but I love being on in the audience too. Like I know a lot of people, performers are like, Oh, I just, I always want to be up there. And I guess I feel that too sometimes, but I really, I love being in the audience. I love seeing what other people are doing as well. I think it's really healthy to not always be the person front and center. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. When, when I do a lot of my announcing and MC work, uh, when I'm, when I'm done announcing a band or something, nine times out of 10, I'm wandering out into the crowd, you know, meet some people, find out what they think about it and enjoy the band and stuff from the view of the audience instead of the view of the entertainers. It's, it's glorious. Because you need an audience in order at a festival or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you can't you can't have one without the other. You can't have a performance without an audience. No, <laughs> well, you can, but that's actually really depressing. <laughs> an empty room. Yes, it is. It is. I've I've had that happen before. Performing to like one or two people. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they're like talking and then they kind of like, oh, the song's over. So they kind of like half-heartedly clap a little bit, stop the conversation for a second. And it's like, why am I doing this? <laughs> why am I doing this? Yeah, and you have to, you have to just, just give it your all and, and be like, I know, they're, I know you're checking your iPhone, but I'll still, I'll still perform to you. Oh, man. So yeah. you yeah exactly exactly me, like as I got sicker like with mental health stuff I didn't want to be doing that anymore because I felt like I wasn't giving people my all right and you bring you bring up a really good point did you was it even it wasn't was it just in the performance side of it or was it in the creative side all altogether because I've past couple of years have been a real toll on my mental health and. And it's been like you said, like you said, it's not a progressive thing up or down. It's a, it's a fucking roller coaster. And 
Was it just the performance and the public appearance type thing, or was there more to it? Was it, did it, how did it affect your creative side? It was all of the above. It, I wasn't writing songs. I wasn't performing. I wasn't really performing before the pandemic. It was kind of a, honestly a little bit of a blessing because I was able to take a step back in, in that way. Um, because a couple months before the pandemic, I, I remember I was up on stage at this festival and it was freezing cold out. I was sick. I had a really bad cold and nobody gave a shit. Like the audience just, I don't know why they were there. <laughs> and I remember standing up there and just, just really going through the motions, but like thinking of, you know, a million different things at once. And I remember in the middle of the song, just thinking to myself, I don't have to do this. Why am I doing this? And it was like such a relief. So it was honestly kind of a blessing that I was able to take that break with with the pandemic and not having any live music and things like that. But yeah, it also hurt my creativity. I wasn't writing songs. I wasn't doing any of that. I know when the pandemic hit, a lot of my friends and colleagues were going online and they were doing all these concerts online. They were writing songs to empower people and help them get through the pandemic. And I just couldn't do any of that. I was just trying to make it through the next day, the next hour, the next minute. So yeah, creatively it was, yeah, I didn't do anything. And then I got so busy with the book after coming out of the hospital that I wasn't doing a lot of songwriting then either. So I'm kind of finally going back to it, which is really exciting. And it feels really good. Finally. Awesome. Awesome. Do you feel like, do you feel like this, um, past couple of years has affected your style, your musical, your songwriting style, or do you feel it's, it, you're still going to be um, along the same vein style wise and just just the lyrics are are gonna be kind of growing and and changing. What do you think? Hmm, that's a good question. I think all of the above to a certain extent. I think lyrically, I want to try not to hide behind so many metaphors because I think in songwriting this is to my sick kids. Time to flip this shit